Welcome to the Weightless Warrior Podcast. My name is Lonnie Mitchell, and I'm a self-love and mindset coach for overwhelmed moms and women craving more. This woman is ready to rediscover herself, love herself, and become her best self to step into the confident badass she knows she is. Each week, I'll be giving you tips and tools on everything mindset, self-love, healthy habits, and more. So if you're ready to release all that no longer serves you, break free from your limiting beliefs, and become aligned in mind, body, and spirit to become your most confident self, let's get into it. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of the Weightless Warrior Podcast. I am so excited to have you here today. We are going to be getting into how to take back your power and set boundaries without guilt. Because let's be honest, most of the time when we try to set a boundary, we experience guilt. So we're going to get all into that today. I also think that I need to oil my chair or something. Can you guys hear that? (laughs) So if you hear that noise, just ignore it. I'm just mooching and trying to find a comfy spot. But anyway, hello, my name is Lonnie. I am your no BS healer mentor for helping you become the most empowered, higher version of yourself to create a life that feels like freedom, that feels aligned, and that feels like a fuck yes life for you because you deserve it. So first, just let's get into what a boundary is. Let's go back to basics really quick. So a boundary is not something that has to be a super big deal because I feel like oftentimes it's intimidating and that I believe is because so often we wait until the very last minute. We let things go, let things go, let things go until we blow and we just can't take it no more. (laughs) That's how I used to be anyway. And I would go off and say, you can't talk to me like that. And you did X, Y, Z. And I had the whole arsenal, the whole list of everything that they have ever done and all this stuff. And that wasn't a healthy way to communicate or to set boundaries. But I was so afraid of setting a boundary when things happened because I would always think I was being too sensitive. I was overreacting. I was overthinking or, you know, it can't possibly be them. It has to be me. I have to be taking this the wrong way. Like they can't purposely be being a jerk to me right like someone wouldn't do that because I would hold people to the same level of standards that I have for morals for kindness for common sense so a boundary is simply letting someone know what is and isn't okay with you as an invitation to keep them in your life so it's not something of like well, this is such a strict ultimatum or anything. It's just, you know what? This is my energy and I am going to protect it. And these are the requirements to be within my energy. So this may sound like, you know what? The topic of my body is off limits. Hey, uh, I don't want you making comments about my house or about my kids. I find that's kind of rude. Hey, I appreciate your concern. Um, But I really want to figure this out on my own. So if I want your opinion, with all due respect, I will ask for it, you know, if and when I feel that time is right. So I'll come, I'll go into more examples for you. And I'm going to lay out the framework that I use with myself and with my clients on how to set a boundary effectively with love and go through releasing the guilt that sometimes comes associated with it. But I want to give you a quick journaling exercise right now. I'm going to give you just a moment here to grab your journal. I'll take a quick sip of water. So I want you to ask yourself, okay, think of your life as 
a pool party, a pool party that's on the beach, okay? And this is an exclusive pool party. And it's high vibe. You want to keep it that way. Everyone's having a good time. Everyone's laughing. It's it's beautiful, okay? We all feel high vibe. And you, this is your party. So you get to decide who the bouncer lets in and who they keep out. You get to decide what energy you want to surround yourself with. So I want you to ask yourself, what is the standard that I am choosing to have surround me? Because we get what we tolerate, okay? There can be toxic people that come into our life, but we only get surrounded by toxic people if we tolerate keeping them there. So I want you to ask yourself, what is the standard I have for how people treat me? What things trigger me? And what things do maybe I need to work on that I need to take responsibility for? Like, am I maybe taking something personally because it's triggering an inner child wound, right? Um, So maybe if a friend doesn't get back to you within a few hours and then you go thinking, oh, well, they just don't care about me. I'm not important enough, right? That's a you thing then. They could be taking a nap for all that you know. So maybe there's some things that you need to work on. But maybe there's certain topics where you're like, hey, I'm not okay with this. I'm not okay if someone's constantly 30 minutes late. That's not something I can deal with. Or maybe it's a friend that you just always tell them to arrive 30 minutes earlier than they actually need to be there. But what what are your standards for the people in your life? How do you want to be treated? And I want you to really journal this out because when you can hold that energy within yourself, that is going to help give you the power to say when certain situations come up with people to say, okay, I'm fine with this. I'm not fine with that and give you the power to have those conversations. So journal out what is the standard for how people treat me and what are my non-negotiables? What topics are off limits? What are my top three boundaries? So for me, honesty is one of my boundaries. That's, that's part of my integrity is if you are not an honest person, you can't hang out with me. So now before we go into how to set a boundary, let's start talking about why you maybe struggle to set the boundary. And so I'll go back to the example I used of myself here of I would have this inner child wound of it can't possibly be them. It has to be me. So I would always blame myself, okay? Because I always felt like the outcast. I always felt like I was kind of weird. I always felt like I was quote unquote too sensitive because people would make jokes as a kid and then say, oh, but it's just a joke when really they were just being a dick, okay? But I was made to believe I was too sensitive. So of course I carried that with me. And it took me quite a while to really feel confident in in my self-worth and in my own intuition of, no, they're just being a jerk. That's not a joke. Someone can say it's a joke, but it doesn't mean it's a joke, right? So some, sometimes we don't set these boundaries because we don't trust ourselves and we don't trust our own reality because we've been taught not to. Another thing is we have a fear of abandonment. Even if we are the ones to say, okay, bye, see ya, it still feels as, you know, someone's still leaving our life. So it can trigger this abandonment wound of I'm not enough or I wasn't enough for you to treat me with more kindness and more respect. And of course, we all want to be likable. You know, here's the thing, as adults, we get to choose who's around us. We struggle with it and we'll say, oh, I keep attracting toxic people. I keep attracting people who use me and this, that, and the other. But the thing is, is 
we're letting them stay in our lives because we've essentially been taught to. As children, we don't get a say of who's in our life. We are put in a classroom and we just have to deal with that. Now, as an adult, yeah, you got to learn to essentially be civil with the people in the same room as you, even if you don't like them. But as a child, you, your only sense of safety is who you're surrounded with. Okay, because you are quite literally dependent on the adults to be fed, to be housed, to get that sense of love because you, you don't know how to give that to yourself yet. You're not able to just get a job at eight years of age and go buy food, go buy a home for yourself. So you are literally dependent and even if you have the best parents possible, they could have had a bad day and maybe lash out on you a little bit and then you're like, oh my gosh, okay, I shouldn't have said that. I, you know, maybe I shouldn't have played with my toys so loudly, so I need to be more quiet, right? And so now you're starting to internalize all these things and you learn to shape and mold yourself. You learn to shape and mold yourself for those kids in school so that you feel safe. And as long as everyone else around you is happy and okay and their needs are met and they're good, then you should be good and you should feel safe. So you learn to be a people pleaser, So if you're looking at yourself saying, God, I wish I wasn't such a people pleaser. Like, why am I so weak? Why can't I just stand up for myself? It's not necessarily your fault. And I want you to try to take a moment here to practice some self-forgiveness. Because essentially what you're needing to do is forgive the inner child in you that didn't stand up for herself. But she was doing the best she could. She was doing the best that she could. She was just trying to survive and feel safe. So it's not your fault that you're a people pleaser, okay? But you, as an adult, now have the power to make yourself feel safe and to determine who is in your life and who isn't. So a lot of this work comes down to inner child healing, which I cover so much within the Weightless Warrior Academy, within my one-on-one clients. So when you can learn to work on that and really own your worth, Learn to trust yourself, learn to trust your emotions and what you're feeling and learn to work through them in a way that is beneficial to you and productive rather than destructive. You take back so much power, okay? So then when you have this confidence to set the boundary, which is also going to take repetition, okay? Everything's scary when you first start doing it, but that repetition will help. So Let's get into how to actually set a boundary and then I'm going to give you a couple examples. So one is identify what is the struggle with what just happened, okay? What in you just got triggered? And then asking yourself, is this is this a me thing? Like that texting example, okay? Is this actually me? Am I maybe being just a bit anxious here and maybe my friend is just sleeping or does she not, you know, she doesn't want to be my friend anymore kind of thing right? It's a silly example, but we all go through this and we have that fear of abandonment that will come up. So ask yourself, okay, was I actually disrespected here? Do I feel hurt in in some kind of a way with that? So for example, if a friend makes a joke about, oh my god, your house is a freaking pigsty, blah, 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 and they think they're just making a joke, but really that's actually kind of hurtful and a dick thing to say. So you can say, you know what? Yeah, I'm not okay with being spoken to like that. So identify, okay, what was the actual problem here? What boundary was crossed? And then ask yourself, what do I need here? So maybe you need for that friend to understand, hey, insulting my house is not okay. Insulting the way I dress, 
whatever it is like i'm not okay with you speaking to me like that even if you do think it's just a joke it still hurts my feelings okay so figure out what that boundary is another one might be i had a client whose mother would always insert her opinion so that boundary would be you know what i appreciate her opinion but i only want it if i ask for it so figure out what your need is and then third is to communicate it communicate it in a loving way so if we wait until our fuse is broken and we go f you you did xyz i can't handle this anymore that's not going to likely be met with a good response Now, this is kind of where that guilt part plays into because before I continue here, how someone else responds to your boundary is not your responsibility. And we often take it as a responsibility because once again, right, as children, if everyone else around us is good, then we should be good, right? And we think, because we're kind of egotistical as children, we think every little thing we do affects everyone around us and our actions do affect others but not to the extent that we believe you know so their reaction is their responsibility and here's the thing they can have so many of their own inner child wounds popping up okay so say for example you don't want your mother's opinion unless you ask for it so she could take that as oh my god my opinion doesn't matter my voice doesn't matter my child doesn't love me they don't respect me they, they think that I'm stupid, right? They could have all these other things coming up from their own inner child wounds where really it could just be, you always have a damn opinion and I'm trying to learn to make decisions on my own and trust them and it's hard to do that if I'm having 50 different people communicate their opinions, right? So, it could, you know, it could have so much less to do with her and just you're wanting to learn to trust yourself, but she could be taking it a certain kind of way. So release yourself of the guilt of how they respond. It's not your responsibility. Your responsibility, though, is to communicate it in the most loving way possible because that is going to give you the best chance for a more favorable outcome. So express your boundary. So it could look like, hey, mom, I really value your opinion. And, you know, a lot of the times, yeah, you know, you might even be right. Uh, But I really want to practice making my own decisions and building that self-trust within myself. So I would appreciate it that, you know, even if I'm talking to you about things, just please don't provide your opinion unless I ask for it, right? Something like that. So express the boundary. Now, you guys have been doing the same song and dance probably for a while. So it may take them a hot minute to like get into that new routine. So they may need a reminder here or there. Now, this is the difference. If they cross that boundary again, give them a loving reminder, okay? Give them the benefit of the doubt because maybe they forgot. And how they respond then is going to let you know where this is going, which ra- which road you're about to go down. So they may get upset and be like, oh, you're still on about that, right? So maybe they thought you were setting a boundary, but then we're going to forget about it. Or if they say something like, oh my gosh, that's right. I'm so sorry. So maybe they just really did need the reminder, okay? And then a court, like six months later, yeah, it might happen again because, you know, we're still human. So it's up to you then to decide, okay, do they maybe forget and they just need the reminder or are they continuously crossing this boundary and not respecting it? And then you need to ask yourself, okay, clearly this is how it's going to be. So can I either accept this and change my mindset or do I need to remove them from my life? And 
have this little thought process with yourself, but you can also set one more final reminder and one more final boundary and say, hey, if this continues, I'm going to have to separate myself from you, right? Letting them know whatever the consequences. And this is where most people struggle. Okay, they set a boundary, but then they don't set a consequence. And I actually had a client with this where her mother would constantly show up at the doorstep and she set the boundaries. She said, hey, you know what? When you come over, it really disrupts us because then the baby wakes up and then she's cranky the rest of the day and then our groove is kind of thrown off. So please let me know if you're planning on coming over. But the mother kept coming over, kept coming over. So she had to have a consequence. But most people won't follow through on the consequence because then what will happen is the other people will be upset and then that feels like the abandonment to us and we're no longer in control. So you have to separate your ego at that point to enforce the the consequence so she said look if you come over again i'm not going to open the door i've talked to you about this over and over and over again so i'm just like i cannot open the door then and the mother then started taking her seriously because here's the thing if you don't follow through on that consequence it's like your little two-year-old in the back seat that'll keep kicking the chair and you keep saying if you keep kicking that chair i'm going to take away your lollipop but you don't take away the lollipop and then guess what happens on your next car ride they keep kicking the chair because they learn it's okay to do that just like in a toxic relationship they'll keep treating you like shit if you don't actually leave because they'll know you'll just keep enduring it you may bitch about it but you'll keep enduring it So this is where really learning to own your worth and healing your inner child, especially those abandonment wounds, are so important for really standing within your power and keeping those boundaries strong. So I just want to remind you, you are worthy of being treated with love, of being treated with respect. You are not too emotional, you're not too sensitive, and... If you feel that you are, ask yourself, like, see if you do need to take some responsibility. For me, I was a little too sensitive. I will, I will admit that actually, but there is a difference because here's the thing. Some people would just be dicks. Okay. And they would be the ones to tell me I'm too sensitive. But a lot of the other times I could tell I was being sensitive because I was acting out my own inner wounds and taking everything so personally. So see if you do need to take some responsibility. But at the same time, trust yourself. Trust yourself, learn to trust yourself and own your freaking worth. Okay, if someone is not bringing peace within your life, reevaluate their place in your life. Okay, maybe they need to get demoted or maybe they need to get fired. Okay, you are the CEO of your own life. You are the bouncer of that nice pool club. So make sure that you are protecting your energy because if your energy is being drained by people who are pulling you down, you're not going to have the energy for self-care, for your wellness, for your goals to speak to yourself kindly because it's going to be drained on these other people. So make sure that you're doing the inner work and protecting your energy. Your energy is your most precious gift, okay? And yes, technically it's renewable, you know, if you get enough sleep and all that stuff, but you need to start being a little bit more stingy with your energy. Being a kind person, yes, sprinkle kindness everywhere, okay? Kindness, it doesn't have to take up too much energy, but investing yourself into someone and that relationship, whether it be 
a client, okay? I've even had this where I had to reevaluate client relationships because I had a couple that were starting to take advantage and try to find backdoor ways to try to get free coaching when their when their sessions ended and stuff like that. And so I had to reevaluate that and I had to set some boundaries even with with clients and with potential clients. And so evaluating your relationships and seeing, okay, which ones are bringing me peace here? Which ones are like really rooted solid in the ground and I feel so good about? Which ones are more so like branches where, you know, it's it's good, but you know, they may fall off and they may take some of my energy with them. And then which ones are leaves where you just kind of got to let them fall off, okay? Let fall come and let those leaves fall off so that you can have more nutrients because think of it like a garden, okay? When you have when you have a plant and there's some dead leaves on there, that dead leaf is still sucking some of the nutrients out. Whereas if you cut that leaf off, the nutrients are able to go back into the parts of the plant that are living, that are thriving. So reevaluate the relationships in your life change the standards you have for yourself level that shit up set higher standards for how you are treated and then act accordingly not in a bitchy way but with love for yourself and you can set a person what you can set a boundary with person you can say goodbye with love okay i've had to do that even where i said you know what Clearly, you are having an issue with me. You don't want to talk about it. You keep saying everything's fine, but you keep giving me these looks. You keep giving me these digs and I'm not available for it anymore. So I wish you all the best, but I'm done. Okay, so I was very firm, but I was also loving with it. And then I released it and it brought a lot more peace into my life. And by the way, when you set a boundary, sometimes it's difficult. Okay, doing the things that we know is good for us can sometimes be difficult, but how you know that is the right thing to do is if you feel peace with it. The things that bring you peace aren't necessarily always easy, okay? Leaving a toxic relationship, that can be difficult. It can still be difficult because it can still feel like abandonment. But if you're able to breathe easier after, if you're feeling lighter after, you're feeling more at peace, that's how you know that even though it may have made you sad or angry, it was still the right decision for you. But you are the CEO of your energy, so make sure you are a good leader. And with that, I will leave you there. And until next time, love yourself fiercely and unapologetically. Thank you for listening to the Weightless Warrior Podcast. I hope you got value out of this episode. And if you did, I would love and appreciate so much if you would take 30 seconds to click that review button on Spotify to give this podcast a review and share on Instagram what your biggest takeaway was with hashtag weightlesswarrior. Until next time, go love yourself fiercely and unapologetically.